You are listening to the Video First Podcast, presented by Digital22. The show is hosted by Paul Mortimer, the Head of Growth, and produced by Jonathan Scrivens, the Video Specialist at Digital22. Welcome to Video First, a Digital22 podcast and YouTube series about all things related to video in business, and taking a video first approach to everything you do so that it can transform your business. I'm Paul, Head of Growth at Digital22. And we're doing things a bit different on this episode. We've got Katie Benz here from Vidyard. You're a partner manager. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to the show as our first guest on Video First. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here and honored to be the first guest. Um, so like Paul mentioned, my name is Katie Benz. I'm a partner manager here at Vidyard. So working with agencies like Digital22, who offer sales and marketing services, and then um, add in video as a layer to that. So. Um, I work closely with them and helping them to build out the services that they want to offer clients when someone would purchase Vidyard. And it's been awesome to work with people like Paul who really understand how important video is and, and can really help their clients succeed. So I'm excited to be here. I think that this topic is great and it comes up a lot. Um, we're going to be talking about how to be comfortable on video. Um, so Paul and I were just saying that, you know, we hear all the time, there's always a rep who is nervous. And so we want to give you tips that help you feel more confident so that you can create better videos and really see success. It's true that. And every training session I've ever been in around video, um, there's always people who are uncomfortable getting on camera. 100% yeah. the biggest obstacle. Yeah. I mean, even myself. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, I came to work for a video company and I was so scared. Like, it's, it's a very um, new thing to a lot of people because we're used to like FaceTiming or being on Zoom. I mean, everyone should be used to that by now. But yeah. like two years ago when I started at Vidyard, it was such a different different thing than I've ever done and so I used to sit in like a little room at Vidyard we had these individual recording rooms and I would record like a hundred times the same video and waste so much time trying to get them <laughs> to be perfect and like that's like the number one tip is that you can't you can't record a hundred times you just have to record a couple times and then go for it right we want this to be something that is quicker and saves you time not something that takes up your whole day so yeah I definitely went through um the motions and had to had to work on being more comfortable <laughs> How often do you do a second take now, do you reckon? Not very often. I mean, if I have like a big oopsie or something happens, like then yes, I'll re-record. But I mean, I don't make prospecting videos anymore. So a lot of times when I'm making a video, it's quite long because I'm doing like a recap or going over a presentation. So those ones I definitely don't redo <laughs> because it would take me all day. So um, yeah, I always try and give myself like a three retake limit. So um, I'll let myself re-record up to three times. And it's also interesting because when I first started at Vidyard, like I was in an open concept office. So we were recording videos right beside each other. Now I'm at home in a room by myself. So it's a lot easier, but it's definitely possible to do it in that open concept space. Mm. Um, like people would be walking by and if like at Vidyard, if someone would walk, would walk by and they saw someone was recording, they would like give a quick wave in the background and like you can make it fun and show that, yeah, we work in an awesome open com concept office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have that. I think you sometimes get a bit conscious and um, I find myself and the guys I sit with will sometimes talk really quietly and yeah. it ends up being a bit like a smooth FM video voiceover. <laughs> but, um, but then times when you forget, it actually just shows, yeah, you've got that team around you. And then if you're prospecting, say you mentioned the sales sales reps, you yeah. might be nervous being on camera. It actually shows that you've got a company behind you and it just can be a conversation starter and all. It's another way of 
showing off the company and everybody around you as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing ever to have, you know, your office in the background or coworkers. Like it's, it just shows, like you said that, yeah, I work for an awesome company. Here are some of my coworkers. And also these videos aren't super long. So the chances no. of something happening in the background that like you don't want in your video is, is pretty unlikely. What I really like is when st something like that happens and it's a, uh, a customer say who you've got a good relationship with, yeah. you can actually just have fun with it and roll with it. So yeah. the more the more natural, the better. So when you said the three take limit, that's good. I, th I never thought about it, but I think I do that. I think if I've yeah. done three, I think, right, well, one of them's got to do. Yeah. So, and I also personally don't rewatch my videos. I know some people like to for like, you know, training purposes, but I find like, I'll just get two in my head. So I record, I change the title and thumbnail, and then it's off to the races. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think back, did, were those mistakes acceptable? Yeah, they were. I'll send it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so I have some good tips and we've got so much content about this, but I do think it's like a huge concern of a lot of people. And so the mm. more comfortable you can be, the better chances you have of succeeding. So we really want to just help people feel more comfortable and confident. So when, when you joined Vidyard, you joined a video company, you said you were uncomfortable on camera. Where would you, where, what's your journey been before Vidyard and before you started working with uh, partners of a video company? Yeah, so I actually started at Vidyard right after graduating university. So um, I did have some background in actually podcasting. So it's fun to be back on a podcast. And so I was used to speaking and interviewing and things, but I wasn't used to doing that on video. It was all audio and we would edit it. So it was a lot more nerve wracking coming in and, you know, putting myself on video and all of a sudden. So did like, you join a sales role? I did, yeah. So yeah. I joined as an SDR at Vidyard. So um, qualifying all of our inbound leads and it was great. I learned a lot about the industry and you know how organizations are structured and then I could take those um, interviewing skills that I, I learned while podcasting and then really apply them to that as well to be able to like ask those deeper questions. So I started at Vidyard about two years ago, just over two years, and then um, transitioned into this partner role back in January of 2021. So um, it was crazy though, when I was an SDR, the influx of inbound we got once we all went remote, right? Yeah. Everyone all of a sudden needed video and like you should have seen our entire team's concierge calendar was booked with meetings from 9am to 5pm. Like it was insane. So everyone realized that, okay, video is the next best thing to be in there in person. We need something like this. Have you seen, I'm going a bit off topic of the, of the show, yeah. getting comfortable on camera, but last one about that really. Have you seen a change in the past 18 months towards, obviously everybody went on video, but now we're coming back into offices and travel can loosen up a bit. Video still hanging around or as, how is it? how is it now? Yeah, definitely. I think that obviously, yes, it's changing a little bit now that people are traveling a little bit more. But I do think that most people have realized that they need video regardless if they're going to be traveling because a it's going to save them time and money because they can do a lot more stuff asynchronously. Um, it's never going to replace in person no. content for sure. Like I look at events, for example, and this is not, you know, the one to one video, but being able to like host a virtual conference gives access to people all over the world versus just the people that can like make it to New York, right? So 
Um, I think a mix of hybrid is going to be the way of the future where, for example, events, they're going to have stuff in person. So people who want to attend in person can come, but then they're also going to have the asynchronous version hosted by video, obviously. Um, and I think it's the same way for sales. Like there's going to be, you know, clients or for me as a partner manager, there's going to be partners that like, I want to go and fly out to and have those in-person strategy sessions and, and meetings. But then there's also going to be times where video is, is just as good. Right. So, um, it's not going away for sure. And especially with prospecting, like when you prospect, it's not like you were going to offices and knocking on their door, you're, you were cold calling and whatnot. So that's definitely yeah. not going away. Um, and an interesting stat at the beginning of COVID, what, I believe HubSpot found was that buyers inboxes were receiving like 2x the amount of emails, prospecting emails, but response rates were going down 30%. So um, you need to find a way to stand out. And video is an easy way to do that. 100%. And it's still there as an opportunity, isn't it? I think the it's not going to be finite, but there is an opportunity to use video to stand out for prospecting. Yeah. And I, I like what you said there. That's a nice way of putting it. It's not going to replace face-to-face. Like we, we've come back to the office for that reason. We just yeah. found our, as an agency, our collaborative creativity suffered being remote. We just work better as a team in person, S- still safely distanced and everything, but yeah. the ability to have someone at the flip chart and a couple of people in the same room and it just is more powerful than a video call. That's a fact. Yeah. So it's not going away and delivering a presentation and a pitch or something like that is going to be better face to face. Yeah. But video isn't going away when you wrap it around that because, like you said, the inbox is so polluted and phone call. I, when did you last get through to someone on an office line straight through? I can't, I can't even remember. Like, I know. <laughs> and I feel like when everyone went remote, it was like, okay, well, everyone just leave your phones at the office. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. So, I don't so even you... try and call offices anymore. No, no. I give it one token effort and then, and then yeah. that's it. Send a video. Um, but, yeah, it... it it's there isn't it to build build rapport and also just working generally in the world um yeah. working with like you're in canada i'm in england and yeah. we can work together and we can do calls and it's much nicer to do it over video so being on camera is not going away you mentioned yeah. we're doing a lot of facetime and stuff anyway in our personal lives so if anything it's going to benefit there Definitely. so what what have you got for us in terms of tips from your experience when it comes to getting comfortable on camera Yeah, and I also just want to add a a statement before we get started. So I have also heard people say, you know, well, now everyone's doing video. So am I still going to stand out? Well, I can assure you that not everyone is using video. I work for a video company, our VP of marketing, who works at Vidyard that has a free product that you can send videos, has literally received a handful of prospecting videos using our free tool. Um, So the fact that people aren't even using it to prospect us really shows that there's so much opportunity out there and that it really is a way to stand out. So yeah. I will just add that as some context. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so what about so, so we, we're gonna get on camera then and what how do we get comfortable? Yeah. So there there's lots of tips. We'll kind of focus on seven today. Um but at the end of the day we want you to use video because it's more personal, it's more human and it's more authentic. So how do we convey that in our videos? Um, first step I have is you always want to know what you want to say. So hopping on a video and having kind of no plan is probably going to lead to you fumbling over your words and rambling. So I always like to, if it's more of like a prospecting style video, I'll make a few bullet points of the things that I want to say, have like a structure or 
uh, a loose script, but you also don't want to be reading off of a script because they can see where your eyes are going. So we do have our speaker notes. So I always recommend having like, you know, maybe three bullet points, um, putting them in the speaker notes and then that's right below your camera. So it looks like you're looking right at the camera. Um, what, what would you put out of interest? Because I always play around with different ways of doing notes. So if you were following up from a meeting, say, uh, what would you put something like that as your notes? Yeah, so I would probably just put like any main points that we discussed in the meeting that I want to to talk about. I I don't need to use speaker notes very much anymore because I, I usually know like what I want to say. But at the beginning, I would always say, or even if you need to like remember their name and company, that's a great yeah. thing to put in the, the meeting <laughs> notes as well. Um, I've got a terrible memory, so um, putting any sort of like information that you're like I can't forget to talk about this put that in the speaker notes just so you remember. It's not like you're gonna be reading off of it like a script, but it will be there to just help you fall back on if you do. It's like when you when you do a speech in school, right? Like you would yeah. always bring up some cue cards with a few pointers, but you're not bringing up a paper with the entire speech. Um, yeah, otherwise you yeah. could dock lots of marks. So um, yeah, I, I say that point where it's like, you wanna plan out what you wanna say, but you also don't wanna read off a script because it that makes it very inauthentic and people can tell. Yeah, and I think you put pressure, more pressure on yourself trying to learn a script or read it word yeah. for word. I think there's times where we do use scripts for like a website page conversion yeah. video or something. It makes that a lot faster. But when I'm sending you a message, just personal, yep. I wouldn't have a script in a conversation. So Exactly. You yeah. got it. And that's like the best way to look at it. If it's a more produced video, of course, you're going to have a script because you need to make sure you're saying certain things. So like get that script in advance, make sure you know your lines. But in these more one to one casual style videos that you're literally just recording on your computer or webcam, you don't need a full script. Like, you yeah. know what you want to say, you're going to plan it out, but you're not going to read word for word. Um, because otherwise, then what's the point of having a video? Like the video is there to show your personality and talk like you would on a call like this. Um, so you're also, yeah. you're not you're not saving time as well because you'll sit pouring over the script even if it's just it. for twenty minutes. That's eighteen minutes too long than you need to spend. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, so that that would be my first tip. Um, so one, make sure you're preparing, but don't over prepare with like a full entire script. Just have those main points and use the speaker notes in Vidyard's free Chrome extension to to lay out what you want to say and just make sure that you're not forgetting anything really important in the video. I like it. Prepare enough, but don't over prepare. You got it. What's next? Awesome. So the next two are about kind of setting up your your recording space just so that you can look and feel your best. So number two would be to choose good lighting. So I personally love to sit in front of a window. It gives great natural light. You want to make sure that people can see you on these videos. Um, if you don't have a, a window or a natural light source, you can always get like a ring light and put that up behind your camera. Um, my webcam on my, my Mac is awful, so I usually need some extra lighting. Um, but you just want to make sure that like you're feeling good, you're looking good, and then that way it's, it's just going to be easier when you're recording and you're going to be more happy with the end product. I think that's a, an uncomfortable uh, thing to admit for people, but it's true. Yeah. No, no matter who you are, if you look better, if you'll, it's like power dressing, isn't it? Yeah, you don't you don't go to an interview in your scruffiest outfit. You go in something that you feel good in. Definitely. So if you're uncomfortable on camera, part of it will be that you, I guess, feeling of sounding or looking a bit not your best. Yep. 
So if you can at least set it up so you look good, that's a good point. That I never really thought of that, but mm -hmm. that does help, and I do it subconsciously. Yeah, um, definitely. And you're not going to get on a Zoom call when you're like, you know, hair's all a mess and you just rolled out of bed. So don't do that on a, a video like this either, right? Like you still want to be presentable. People can see you. I mean, you can wear PJ bottoms on the bottom <laughs> if you want, but make sure that you are um, at least a little bit ready so that you look professional, um, especially if you're using this in like a business context. So yeah, and feel it as well. Yeah, and then the third point to that, or the, the additional point to the setting up your camera would be to set up the camera at a flattering angle in terms of the height of your camera. So um, a lot of people, if they're just using a laptop, for example, it's gonna be like below your chin and it's not the best angle. So if you can rise up your, your laptop, for example, or use a desktop, um, it's just gonna be more flattering. So it's best to be kind of at eye level with the camera. I have like a riser from Amazon that was 20 bucks and I just set my laptop on it, but you could always use like books from around the house um, or a box or something like that. But it is, it does make a difference. Um, when I don't have a stand or something to raise it on, I definitely feel like more self-conscious. So being able to have that at a more flattering angle will just make you again, feel better um, and Good make thing. it easier to record. Two, two good things that made me think of as well is some, um, I did some HubSpot training uh, a while ago and it was the sales boot camp. And they were talking about if you stand up when you're ringing yes. somebody, you get more energy. So again, that's good for on camera. You got more energy just by being stood up. Definitely. Um, but yeah, when you said about having the camera at eye level, that's actually a good working practice anyway, isn't it? That's how you yes. should have your desk set up. So. Yeah, 100%. I can definitely always feel it in the days where I don't have my laptop right yeah, in my shoulders. shoulders. So for ergonomic sake, have it at eye level. That's a good point. And yeah, I agree about the standing up part. It's It just gives you kind of that confidence. It's like the power pose, right? Where it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm really engaged. Like my whole body is engaged. So even when you're cold calling, like that's a great best practice. Obviously, you don't have to stand up when you're recording videos, no. but it is like it is a good tip. So I love that. Um, cool. cool. So show some good lighting. Got the light coming hopefully from a natural window. Yeah. Natural light source. You got the camera at a good angle, so you're not so you're in shot, and you've yeah. not got I don't know a political poster behind you or anything like that. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy how much people pay attention to the things like in your background, for example, and not in a bad way, but it was so mm. funny. I I sent out a introduction video to a, a prospective partner that had reached out um, and I sent her a video the next day, we got on a Zoom call and my camera was flipped because I was mirroring it for one. And she was like, um, I noticed that your door in your video was on the left but now it's on the right which which side is it on and so it was so funny i couldn't believe that she like noticed those types of things but people are quite intuitive and so it is nice to like have a, a background you don't want to have like the mess of your house or an unmade bed behind you um so that is another another thing to consider as well but again like don't get too caught up in those things that it prevents you from stopping just like change yeah. the angle of your camera or move to a different spot just to record the video it doesn't need to be at your desk where you work all day and yeah exactly just to record the video exactly you could yeah. just moving your camera 10 degrees could move yeah. the light to the right angle or move the 
waste paper basket out of shop. Yeah. Just as quick as that, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Like I recorded my bedroom and on my videos, I tilted out just enough so that no one can even see that my bed's <laughs> behind me. <laughs> so it's definitely like possible to do that. And again, like you can always go somewhere else to record the videos. Like in the yeah. office, I used to go into one of those recording rooms or like into our big town hall that had like these, this amazing natural light. Um, and so to kind of add to that, like try and batch your recordings so that if you do need to do those types of things, you're not having to get up every 10 minutes or every hour. If you could at the beginning and maybe in the morning when you're like feeling good, you look good, go record your videos for the day. If you know what mm. they're going to be, um, you can kind of batch record as well, which is another tip that I didn't include, but I'm throwing it's, it in there. <laughs> it's good. That it's made me think of another one from, um, when when I did my teacher training years ago, a technique they taught you was because obviously you're very nervous as a new teacher and a room full of kids, create a safe space. So if you find that you're struggling what to think or anything like, you can have a space next to your desk where you can go and just gather your thoughts. Yeah. Have a have a sip of your coffee, whatever, and it just resets. I think in a busy open plan office like this as well, it's good to have a a space where you know I can go and do a video. Nobody's gonna see that yeah. i'm on take five nobody's going to be listening and it can free you up and it's a safe space to record yeah so if, I love you're, that. if you're nervous definitely find that place in your office because the phone will ring and somebody will make a joke and it'll distract you and you'll forget what you're saying and then you'll get yeah. annoyed and you'll get flustered uh, we've all done it yeah 100 percent. no that's a great great idea and yeah like you'll find what works best for you um so i i was just say lean into that like mm. I yeah, record in my bedroom with my door closed. Some people want to be like you can record outside if you want. Like you can yeah, you yeah. can find what works best for you and just kind of roll with that. Like everyone's gonna have a different office environment. So if you work in a, a super loud environment where you're uncomfortable recording in at, at your desk, go to a different yeah. room. Um, it's even like I know some people when it's a really quiet environment, that's almost more awkward because then everyone can hear yeah. you. <laughs> It's like cold yeah. calling when it's dead silent and you're like, oh God, everyone's going to hear me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you just have to find what works best for you and, and what makes the most sense. I find that as, a, as the same feeling at, when the office is quiet and you need to do a call or a video. It's the same feeling you used to get when like you were at school and you'd go and talk to that girl you liked in front of your friends. <laughs> like, you know, that same nerves, don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah, everyone's listening, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, it's so true, it's so true. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like if you're having success, then who cares if people hear you? <laughs> like they should they should start making videos too, so. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so on, now we've got set up, have you any tips around once you're in the video and once you're yeah. getting going? Yeah, so the next one would be to talk slower than usual. So obviously, like when we're nervous, we always speed up. I am a very fast talker naturally. So I really have to be intentional about how fast I'm speaking, especially like on a podcast like this. Um, we always like think faster than we speak, right? So we want to make sure that we're not talking so fast that they can't follow what we're saying. Um, so try not to rush, like be intentional about your thoughts. Again, having those points to kind of guide you that can help so that you're not as nervous. Um, and just, you know, pause between thoughts. Um, just force yourself to slow down. It will make you feel calmer too, which is a, kind of a win-win. Um, but it also conveys confidence to the person that's watching. So you mm. being very intentional about what you're saying, instead of just kind of rushing through to get it over with as quickly as you can, so you don't mess up shows a huge amount of confidence. Um, so 
try not to like, you know, talk at snail pace and make your video two times the length that it should be because you also want to be mindful of how long a, a prospecting video is, for example. Um, but yeah, I just really try and slow down. Sometimes for me, like a good little hack is I literally just take a sticky note and write slow down, <laughs> avoid saying like, and I put that up on my computer. <laughs> and it just reminds me as I'm doing like an interview or recording a video to, to remember those things. So it sounds definitely. silly and very like a little, but it definitely does help. Yeah. Um, even and in when, terms, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, even when you done out, you'll have done thousands of videos now. You Sometimes you need to bring that tip back anyway, because yeah. old, old natural habits kick in or whatever. So yeah, you got it. And I, yeah, I so it's pause, just all I, I write the word pause in my notes, just in capital letters. And it just makes me think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and in terms of kind of video length, I'll just kind of throw this in here now too. So when you're doing a prospecting video, you just want to remember that these people don't know who you are yet or what you're you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. So with a cold prospecting video, we usually say about 40 to 60 seconds is the ideal length. So try to be concise. Don't have like a lot of fluff um, because you want to get your message across. So just be intentional about what you're saying. Speak slowly enough that you're confident, you're not rushing it but also be mindful that you don't want to talk for like three minutes in a cold prospecting video because they're likely not going to watch that. <laughs> it's a good point about the confidence thing as well. So you got to think about the person watching the video. Yeah. It's more about their experience and hopefully that might take some pressure off you. Think of it of your slower and calmer and confident is going to have more of an effect on the viewer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then they trust you, right? Yeah. Like, you're trying to position yourself in any sort of prospecting, cold calling, emailing, LinkedIn, you're trying to position yourself as the expert that can help them solve a problem. So if they don't trust you or see you as the expert, then it's not gonna, it's not gonna go well, right? So the more you can exude that confidence, know what you're saying, be intentional, um, that's gonna come across. And then you keep doing it more, you won't need to force yourself to slow down because you won't be as nervous. Yeah. I got it. Any um, more tips? Yeah. So these last three are, are very similar to what we've kind of been saying this whole time. But my next one would be don't worry about the little mistakes. So those yeah. little things like p things happening in the office or saying um or having to collect your thoughts, those are all okay. It makes us human. Yeah. Um, we've actually done done a study and we compared like people who had a perfectly polished video on like a nice webcam or DSLR versus someone making a video at their webcam in like one take. And those very human quick videos that were recorded once actually performed so much better because people realized, oh, this person literally is sitting at their desk making this video for me. It's not just a generic video going out to everyone. Um, wow. And those actually perform better. So having it personalized, which we haven't even talked about. so including something like their name in a thumbnail, making sure that you're saying, hi, Paul, when you're when you're starting your recording, those types of things really matter because it makes them feel like, okay, this is for me, I need to watch it. They took the time out of their day to record this, this video, I'm gonna take 60 seconds to watch it. Um, yeah. So don't worry about those little things. They actually make you feel more human and people are gonna like you more because they see that you're a real person reaching out to them who can help. Um, so authenticity always wins in videos like this. 100%, 100%. I'd love to see the stats on that as well behind it because I believe it and feel it's true, obviously. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah yeah let's get the link to that in in the show notes uh, description um and then the next one is what we've been preaching this whole time but don't do a million takes if you're recording a video it's going to be so tempting to keep recording again and again until you get it right but Mm. um while it's okay to do a few takes we've said you know that three three limit like it's just gonna take up too much of your day you're gonna get frustrated and then you're gonna stop recording videos because all of a sudden your whole day has been trying to record the perfect video. So and you send one. Exactly, exactly. And then it's it doesn't just... get a view, so you give up. Like you have to give yourself that limit of okay, I'm gonna record three videos. And when you first get started, send out videos to like your family or people who it doesn't matter. Like they can just watch it, give you some feedback. Um it that's, yeah, that's a great tip. Yeah, like it, it doesn't need to be a scary thing, but obviously the first 10 times you record are going to be scary because it's something that you haven't done. So record a video, send it to your friends, send it to your partner, send it to your mom and dad. Um, It can just be as simple as you saying hello. I actually have someone who, who does a challenge with new reps and they basically give them a list of 10 ideas of videos that they need to record. And it's not related to business at all. It's literally like, tell me about your favorite Christmas gift. Tell me about your plans for the weekend um, in like 60 seconds. And it just makes people feel more confident. So that's a great way to kind of get started and just learn how to record a video. Where are the buttons? Where's the I'm stop pinch button? That. Yeah, Good yeah, do it. And, and sales managers who we send this to, yeah. if you've got a team who will be hesitant at being on camera, which is the biggest, most common objection every business has. So you might, you listening might be sold on the idea of video but you're worried about your team. There's a great, great way to do it of just, and again, it's back to, it's back to um, things we used to do at school at the start of yeah. start of a new class. It'd be share the class, your pet's name and you, what you did exactly. at weekend and things like that. It's just breaking that fear of doing whatever's new, isn't it? Yep. And, and learning the process, right? Like yeah, I and also that, have, and learn, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have people who always ask me like, you know, how do I, get better at ending the video so i'm not looking down to find the stop button each time and it's like okay well (laughs) when you hit start (laughs) leave your mouse on the button so all you have to do is click like there's little things like that where you learn as you record more and more videos um and then it it just takes away that awkward bit at the end where everyone's looking down to find the stop button so um if you can record a few videos and send them out to people where it's very low pressure and, and um you feel comfortable sending it to someone send it to paul and i we're happy to watch your videos um so yeah that's definitely at the beginning you just need to set a rule i'm only going to record this at the beginning give yourself five like (laughs) just don't try and record something a hundred times because you will get frustrated learn it from like i did it (laughs) and i'll tell you something as well we should try and find the stats for it but the one if you send one where you mess up, that is the one your prospect will actually talk to you about and smile at and feel a relationship building with you. Um, yeah. 100%. Like. Yeah. Even my friend, so my colleague and friend, Courtney Christie, she um, posted on LinkedIn. This was like a year ago, but she had, was recording a video for a prospect. She had the prospect's name on the whiteboard, but as she was recording, she said the wrong name. Uh-huh. And then she went and she was like, oh my God, that's not your name. Like, and corrected herself. <laughs> and she sent it to him, and the person loved it. Like, they thought it was so hilarious. It's they so responded. easy to do, though. Because yeah. you'll, be, you'll be going right. I'm I'm going to do this video for Katie, and then you get it. You get your document set up. You think yeah. about what you're going to say. You check that the lights right, and you know that's a minute. A minute's pass, 
and Andrew's come over and asked you a question and you go, yeah, 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 I'll, yeah I'll come in there in a minute, I'll do this video. Right, hi Andrew, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Definitely not Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so like roll with those things, right? If you can be confident, laugh it off, like your prospect is likely gonna be laughing with you too. So, yeah, and the goal of these videos is to get a response. So she got a response and it ended up being like this hilarious story. Um, so yeah, I always just say like roll with the punches. It's, think about like how much you would enjoy, not. I don't know if enjoy the, is the right word, but like I would laugh if someone sent me a video like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely it's okay to like have little things, catch yourself, carry on. There's also a pause button. So if you ever do need to like collect your thoughts or, or yeah. you know, cough or something, or like pause yeah, the video yeah. and continue. Um, you don't need to, you don't need to start from the beginning every time. <laughs> and also just say, oh, sorry, just have to pause there. Just check yeah. so-and-so. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And, and I think you got one more tip. Did you say you had seven? Yeah. So last one would be to just keep making videos. I think the number keep one thing videos, of yeah. why this doesn't, why someone won't succeed with video is because they try it once, they send out one video and then they don't get a response. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, not everyone's going to watch your videos but it's the same as cold calling. It's the same as anything else. Like you have to just continue to do it and do it multiple times and follow a sequence and, and carry on. Um, and that's when you will start seeing success. So try and get more comfortable, do some practice takes, start doing it, like try it out for three months. Like really you do need to continue with this for it to work because you're gonna get better at video in that time. You're gonna continue to send things out. People are gonna learn what the heck this whole video thing is. Um, and that's also to say like, if you make a video for someone, you can use it more than once. If they don't respond to the first video that you send out, introducing yourself, you can connect with them on LinkedIn, start engaging with them on LinkedIn, send them that video again. Like there's a lot of ways that you can repurpose these videos. But yeah, just keep making videos. If making you, know, you fumble or you mess up or you get a weird response, like, that's one person versus a ton that are gonna love it. So yeah, um, try not okay. to overthink it and just, yeah, keep recording. Keep, keep, don't think it and keep recording, yeah, I like it. So know what you're gonna say, prepare, but don't over prepare with what yeah. you're gonna say. Choose some good lighting and choose a sensible camera angle. So some good natural light, nothing distracting in the background if possible. And if you're nervous, you said talk a bit slower. Yeah. Um, and don't worry, don't sweat the little mistakes, be natural, be yourself. And with that, don't do a million takes. And then, yeah, I think keep making videos is a great tip because it'll make all those other ones become natural, won't it? If, you, yeah, if you somebody's nervous, it. if somebody's nervous, just to finish, what would be like if somebody's now nervous and knows they need to do video, but is just a bit too uncomfortable on camera, what would you say to me if that was me? Yeah, I mean, I would say, just try it like attend you know a best practices session or, or download some free resources look at some examples i think i'm definitely a person that learns from watching what other people do successfully so like Vidyard has a ton of different prospecting examples in our inspiration hub go check it out see what other people are doing um and just realize that yeah you're not alone in being uncomfortable like again yeah. two years ago i was so nervous i go back and watch some of my old videos and i cringe but at the yeah. time like they were they were bringing me success so it doesn't really matter but exactly. obviously yeah I've, I've grown in the last two years and gotten a, a lot more natural but yeah it's 
just remember that one day you'll be like so proud of how far you've come and how much you've improved. Um, and it's just like when you start a new job, right? Like you're nervous, it's so much to take in, a lot to learn, but then a year from now, you're gonna look back and be like, wow, I can't believe I ever felt like that. I'm so confident in my role now. It's the same thing with video. Brilliant, brilliant. We'll round up those tips and we'll get those links in as well, where you can go and check out the Vidyard knowledge base. We've also got some templates um, to help salespeople do video and how to position them in an email. So we'll put all those resources in the description as well. Um, Thanks for coming on, Kay. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think so. we, could, we could talk again. I think maybe let's do another episode where we dive into something a bit more further into the video journey for somebody, whether it's ideas or when to script. So I don't know. Let's think about something. Yeah, I love somewhere. it. I'm so down. Sounds good. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Thank you. So check out our other podcasts. They're all on SignCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Digital 22. And all of our videos are now on our video hub at video.digital22.com. And also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Digital 22 Online Limited. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye.